0: Let us, let us pray Father we come before you Father it is not the, not the word that it has come from our imagine, ma- imagination everything is from your word Lord Father let it go deep into my heart first and then to the hearers also Lord that Father that it will be a good seed that it goes and bring forth the fruitfulness, Lord Father, in their hearts. Father, we give you all glory and honor. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. I thank God for the worship team today. I was really blessed with the worship. It was it, it, it was a good time of anointing that God showered show, showered on us uh we will be continuing this uh the same topic but in a different uh but but in a different uh under, under understanding. The last study was about I'll just give you a preface because after one one and a half two months we might forget. Uh, it was Jesus Christ, the mystery of God. Uh Christ Is the mystery of God from the Old Testament to the New Testament end when we go through Christ is the subject matter how God's plan for the redemption of this world is through Christ and it it is it is meant meant mentioned as the mystery of God so Christ uh, God has revealed his great plan to Saint Paul uh, we, we, we have go- gone through Romans chapter three from twenty one onwards to twenty six but now the ri- righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the ri- righteousness of God which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all up, upon all that believe, for there is no difference. Here uh, here we see that the righteousness of God without the law is manifested. Without the law is manifested is Christ Jesus. Being witnessed by the law and prophets. Even the righteousness of God which is by faith of Jesus Christ. Unto all and upon all of them that believe there is no difference for uh, 23rd verse, for, uh, for, uh, Christ to come, there had been a reason. When we read Galatians, we understand that the law has come in the middle, in the middle, so that no one can glory himself. So the law has come in the middle, uh, and it is uh, and it is given uh, when the law came everyone became a sinner because by the deeds no one no one could uh, by the, by the deeds of the law that there shall no flesh be justified in his sight how can we justify ours, our, ourselves by our lives in front of the most holy God when we look at the most when we, when, the, when God comes into our heart, in a tiny experience like this, when it comes, the first thing that happens is, Oh unto me. This is the first thing that happens to me. That I am not worthy. Because God is so holy. So whatever, what is my righteous acts, righteous deeds that I have done or, or through the past, so many years, it all counts nothing but filthy rags. So, I cannot I cannot make myself a righteous person because the law of the Lord is holy. Now, when uh, when uh, when the law of the law Lord is there and the action, my deeds cannot justify me then the only which way is justification should be provided by God. There is no other way. Because if I can justify, fine. But if I cannot justify, it is out of my hands. Who has to provide? It should be provided by God. Now, God says, I am providing it freely through Jesus Christ. That is what we read. In 24th verse, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, we are justified by faith. And when we have faith in Christ, it is not our deeds, but our faith in Christ works for the good for us. And God justifies us. Justifies is a much better word than uh, than the for for, uh, for uh, forgiveness. Uh, if I am forgiven, I am forgiven of my sins. Justified is a status where God does not count your past sins at all. So justified means God does not count anything of your past. That means something is written, you have uh, lived in this country and you have given a check, you have uh, that got bounced or whatever uh, uh, you know, you have driven the car and paid fines, all those things is accumulating there. This is your sin. And if, uh, if someone says that I have forgiven that, it is forgiven only. But the Sins are already there. Anytime they can check, go, oh, this was the uh, things that he has done before. But justification means there is nothing of the past. This is what happens in Christ Jesus. So, in Christ Jesus, there is no sins outstanding at all. So, uh, God, in his love, becomes man and lay his life as a propitiation. That is what we read in 25th verse. Propitiation for our sins. It's, it is, it is uh, there we read that God has set forth to be a propitiation whom God, has, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through the faith in the blood to declare his righteousness For the remission of of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. This is what we uh, looked into in the last. So, when He is the propitiation. Propitiation is a very, 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 very strong word that uh, something is paid for our sins. Is paid for our sins. Uh, So, when you look at Christ Jesus, when you accept Christ, it's already, it is already. He has paid for your sins, and you go and accept it, and you become righteous. So, uh, so uh, then the 26th verse is uh, Romans 3:26 to declare. I say at this time his righteousness that he God might be just and the justifier of him which believe in Jesus. Here uh, Paul says that it is it is a it is God who is just and the justifier just means you know God is holy and just now God holy and just a god cannot dilute his uh, his uh, uh, his righteousness or or holiness. Because he is dealing with men. So for that he needs to be just. At the same time. If God does not justify the man. The man will be in hell. Because no one. No one can, can by his act. He can be a a, a, a. a just before before God. So God has to be just. And he needs to be a justifier. And To. To be a justifier, he brought Jesus Christ. Now, God is a just God who needs to justify
1: through Christ.
0: For that, who who has to pay? Who has to pay the price? The price has to be paid by God himself. For that reason, we read, that in, uh, in uh, Philipp, Philipp, Philippians chapter 2, 5, five and 6, uh, we read 6th uh, verse. Uh, Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal to God. This is what we see in Christ. He came in, in the form, he was in the form of God. And he came in the form of man. So, to make, to be a justifier. God to be a justifier. So that the, the payment of sin is done. Uh, now, how did uh, God pay the sin? God had to pay the sin... Uh, pay the sin by giving His own Son in place of us. In place of us. In place of us, God has to give His own Son. Because we are worthy not to be justified, but for the death penalty. When we were worthy only for the uh, death penalty, God came and came in the form of flesh, and he paid by laying himself uh, himself on the cross. Uh, this and this death, we discussed about it. His death was one of the very valuable thing. It was the one of the very valuable thing for God, as the relationship with God. And Christ God turned away his face you know there was uh, a sister who asked me a question which actually uh, sister asked me so the Trinity relationship is lost there no this Trinity uh, Trinity relationship does not lose there because this was planned by God by God, that He will, you know, when we read uh, uh, 53 Isaiah 53:10, yet it pleased the Lord to bru- to crush him. He ha- He has put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. We have so. It does not the Trinity does not disconnect there because the thing is Trinity works in love and when it is abided in one. Jesus always say, "I I do the will of will of God. I do the will of." So Trinity Trinity works with unity between the three. So uh, what God will is Jesus does. And what Jesus and God, which we uh, read in John chapter 15, they send His Spirit. So it is not a helper, it is not a servant, it is a unity in love. Unity in love is the core of Trinity. Uh, So... uh, So, now, this was what we looked into in the last message. I needed to say this because it is important for for this subject also. Who is Christ in the Bible? It is very important. The first part was very important. What was God's bigger plan? Now, Jesus as God himself, when we read he, he, Hebrews 13.8, we will be going through a lot of uh, scriptures here. Uh, ex, excuse me for that. Uh, because we will be, uh, it's, it, 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 it will be a more, more like uh, a, a study. Uh, Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today and forever. That means he is from eternity to eternity. This shows that Jesus as God. Then, again, Jesus says in 2028, 20, uh, uh, in John uh, 20, 30, 28 Thomas says when he sees God, uh, Jesus for the first time after his death, uh, there uh, Thomas says, My Lord and my God. You know, Thomas is a person who never believed whatever jesus jesus said you when you go through john's uh, uh, gospel you will you, you will understand at many times he did not believe in jesus he says show me the way he says i am the way then he says i, I don't need to i just want to see the way to the to my father this is what uh, thomas thomas says so, thomas from the beginning like peter Never, in uh, many times he was wave, wavering, he never believed. This was the time he said, that he said, that my Lord and my God. Then, uh, then when we read First uh, uh, John 5.20, towards the end, even in his son Jesus Christ, this is the true God and eternal life. And we know that the Son of God is come and hath given uh, us an understanding that we may know Him that is true. And we are in Him that is true. Even in the Son of Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Then, then again when we, uh, when we read. In John 1.1, 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the word was god then again in the second verse uh, the same was in the beginning of god all things were made by him and without him was nothing uh, uh, without him was not anything made that was made in him was the life and the life was the light of light of men here also we see the divinity the uh, we, we we see Jesus Christ as God. Again, uh, when we read uh, uh, John 1.12, there he says, As many as receive him, to them gave the power to become the sons of God. Then in 13th verse, which were born not of blood, not of the will of flesh, nor, nor of the will of man, but of God. Fourteenth verse, and the Word was made flesh, dwelt amongst us, full of grace and truth. So in all these, uh, uh, in all these, uh, uh, in all these places, we see Jesus as God. Second, Second Peter one two, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ. Here also Peter says. Knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Ec- uh, then according to his divine power. When we believe in Christ Jesus. He has given his divine power. Pertaining to life and godliness. So when we come to know God. When, when we come to know him more and more. He gives uh he has give, he is giving us all things that pertaining unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that called us unto unto glory and virtue so uh so here when we come to know him his divine power what is his divine power his divine power we see we see in colossians 1:11 strengthened with all might according to His glorious power, unto all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness. The divine power is that we strengthen with all might, according to His glorious power, unto all patience. So, when you are a patient person, when you are suffering for Christ, you are exerting the divine power. You are exerting the divine power when you are when you are showing your patience and long suffering with joyfulness. So that has got that, that has that is that is what is called the divine power. The divine power is not that someone goes and takes out a uh, takes out a a, a a demon from one person. The divine power is here, is very clearly mentioned that it's patience and long-suffering with joyfulness for Christ. So, again, in Second Peter 1.4, uh, when we read, Whereby, in Jesus, this is all in Jesus, when Jesus becomes our Savior, our Lord, it is not the normal Lord that we say, Someone says that you just say this prayer and they say that, uh, and they say that prayer that Jesus is my Lord. Then immediately the other person says you are, you are, you are saved. That is not what uh, John says, what is, uh, what is, uh, what is Lord. John and Paul says what is Lord is when the, when they, they were sent, uh, uh, they were uh, taken to that place where they were asked to proclaim that Caesar is Lord. They were not able to say Caesar is Lord. The true Christians, many of those people, they said Jesus, uh, Caesar is Lord and they were released. But all those people who said Jesus is Lord, their head were, uh, heads Fell into, fell into the ground. So, that is what, it is not the normal thing, you just say that Jesus is Lord and tomorrow you are saved. No. It is a personal experience. Salvation is a personal experience, experience with Jesus Christ and to the Trinity. Immediately, we, we will be going through how Trinity is working. Now, uh, uh, now, here in Second uh, Peter 1.4 says that, uh, uh, Whereby given to us exceeding great and precious promises, by that these you might be partakers of His divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Here, God has given us exceeding and great promises, why God has given exceeding and great promises. Great promises is not taking a verse from one one part of the Bible and saying that this is a promise for you. Promise is very clearly given that is exceeding and great promises. Uh, uh, for example, when you take Romans chapter 8, 28. That you can consider, but when you consider that, there is an if for to those who are called according to his purpose. So he has got a purpose, and if you, if we are able to stand up, live up to his purpose, then this world has got, not that, and we know that all things work together for good for those who love God. It is not to be left like that. The next part is more important. That separates between the unwanted and wanted. So it is very, very important there. So uh, Jesus, Jesus, the importance in our life, in the Bible, and throughout the world cannot be detached. It is only in Christ God has made everything. We will examine that in Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 1, 3. Blessed be the God. uh, We will will see that. The first verse we will read. And then after that we will read only from, from, from in between. How God in Christ, how God has blessed us. You know this part... I think uh, the ladies uh, uh, the uh, ladies ministry, they had a quiz on this. And that is the first time, I think, I heard in my house that what is this, what is this. I, I used to go and tell that you just see this, this is so good, it's nice. And it was not at all accepted, ac- accepted at that time. But when, uh, you know, when the quiz came, <laughs> started coming and asking what is this, how does this? You know, that is very good. I I I appreciate the leaders of the of the of the women's ministry to choose that that kind of a uh, book. patience, collusions. You need to spend a lot of time. Hundred times, if you read that first chapter, you will not under, understand. It's it, it, the, the will of God is embedded unless you abide in that word. So uh, we will read that. Blessed. Be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in, uh, with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Note the word in Christ. He, so here, God's will is portrayed. In chapter 1, God's will is portrayed. Now, in every verse, till the 15th verse, you will see in Christ, in Christ, in Christ. That is the importance of Christ. We will see that. Now, uh, all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. The fourth verse. He chose us in Him. In Him. Before the foundation of of the world. That we should be holy and blameless before Him. So, He chose us in Him. This verse, certain, certain people take it and they say that, we are chosen from the foundation before the foundation of the, uh, the foundation of the world. So we should come. No, it, is, it doesn't mean that. Unless you see, you you read the second part that we should be holy and blameless before Him. There is a second part there. He chose us in Him before the foundation of this world that we should be holy and blameless. Are you? Are you blameless? Are you holy? Then this verse has got importance. So then fifth verse. He predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ. According to the purpose of his will. He predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ. We are not the sons of God unless we have Jesus Christ. Then sixth verse. Uh, which he has blessed us in his beloved. So, again, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in his his beloved. In his beloved, he has blessed us. Uh, When you talk about love, there are two things. One is the lover and the beloved. And the third thing is the love that they share between them. Here we see which He has blessed us in the Beloved, Jesus Christ. Then, seventh verse. In Him we have redemption through His blood. The forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of His grace. Again, in Him. Eighth verse. Which He lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight making known to us the mystery of his will he gave us he gave us his wisdom and underst- understanding to know the mystery of his will according to his purpose which he set forth in Christ Jesus again Christ Jesus again Christ Jesus the 10th verse as a plan for the full fullness of time to unite all things in Him, things in heaven, things on earth. So, Jesus was God's mystery of His will. We read on ni- in ninth verse that uh, He is given the wisdom in, and insight, uh, making known to us the mystery of His will. The mystery of His will is, He set forth Christ, that at the fullness of time, he, God wants to unite all things in Him, things in heaven and things on earth. Eleventh verse, In Him we have obtained an inheritance. So we have obtained an inheritance only in Christ. Christ, having been predestined according to the purpose of Him, who works all things according to his will. Then, after that, uh, uh, 13th verse, In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with with the promised Holy Spirit. See, when you really accept Christ, what happens here is, in him you also, you have heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation and believed in Him, you are sealed with with the promised Holy Spirit. That means when when you hear the word of truth, the gospel of our salvation, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit. When you accept Christ, the Holy Spirit's seal is upon you. You are sealed by the Holy Spirit. Whatever we read, the, the, uh, the, um, the other tongues, the prophecy, and whatever, it is all gifts of the Spirit. The wisdom, the knowledge, everything is gift. But you are sealed. The important thing is, once you are saved, once you are saved by the blood of Jesus Christ, and if you know, if you have a personal relationship with Christ, Next time you, someone asks to throw this Bible, you cannot. But before that, if you ask me to do, I will do that. Because it was not important. Who has given, who has given that understanding? It is the Holy Spirit that came into us. Came into us. At the same time, that we believed in in His death and resurrection, because Holy Spirit, you know, when you look at it, Holy Spirit, Jesus, Jesus came. We always uh, think uh, that it was on Christmas Day and uh, uh, two thousand years back, whatever. The triune, second of Triune God came to this earth on a particular day, and the same way that Trinity, that third person of God came to this world on the day of Pentecost. So God came unto this earth two times as Christ and as the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came when Jesus, it was required that Jesus has to die and resurrect. That is why it says that it, uh, in, in the Bible, that Jesus Jesus says, it is good that I am going, otherwise the Holy Spirit, the Comforter cannot, cannot come. The Comforter came immediately after, the resurrection, was, uh, after the, uh, the resurrection of Christ. Because only in the death and resurrection of Christ, your salvation is hidden. Your salvation is hidden in the death and resurrection of Christ. The salvation is based on Christ, who came to this earth, lived, died, and resurrected. So, that is very, very important. Now, this is what Je- Jesus means. And when you, when you read again, when you go back and read uh, he- Hebrews, the unknown, the unknown author, he writes from the beginning, from the beginning about Christ. How... How who he was that 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 we read uh, it says in uh, Hebrews one uh, three who being the brightness of his glory and express image of his person express image of whose person Father's person who being uh, in the form of God thought uh, thought it not rob, uh, rob robbery to be equal with God so that was Philippians two six and then. Uh, uh, John 1-3, all things were made by him and without him anything was, uh, 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 without him was not anything made that was made. So we, we, we read that, uh, Jesus was the, uh, Jesus was the center of God's will. Center of God's will, Jesus Unless Jesus is there, we cannot have a connection with Father. So, then again, when we read 2 Corinthians 4.6, For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. What do you understand by that word? For God who commanded light to come out of darkness has shined in our hearts. You understand that. To give light then, then from there it is important. To give the light of the knowledge of glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. From that you understand in the face of Jesus Christ was the glory of God revealed. So when you accept Jesus Christ, you accept the Father also. Again, I'll read to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So, in the face of in the face of Jesus Christ, uh, Jesus Christ, we see the glory of God, which shines into your heart. So that's important. That's. so that is very 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 important that christ uh, uh christ is the center uh is the center is is, is, is the essence is everything when you consider the bible uh, now let us look how precious was the sacrifice how precious was the sacrifice uh By offering his only begotten son was the most precious that God could offer to show His love towards His creation. Luke 19:10 says, "For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost." You know, you have to keep the understanding: how, how, what was the God's plan first, then how Jesus, Jesus, how Jesus was portrayed, uh, how Jesus was set forth as a propitiation, and then how uh, God became the just and the justifier, and then after that, we uh, see how Lord himself provided, Lord himself provided a sacrifice. How precious was that sacrifice? Now, uh, Jesus says that the Son of Man is come to seek and save which was lost. He has said in not in one place in two three places. He is very clearly said that I have come to seek and save the one who was lost. Now uh, Jesus Jesus used to do always God's will. That makes the sacrifice precious. He makes he makes he was doing always his will. we read in John 6:38, Because I have come down from heaven to do not my own will, but the will of him who sent me. Then again in 39, and it, and it is the will of him who sent me, that I should not lose any of those he has given to me, that I should raise them all to life on the last day. That was God, God, God's will. Jesus understood and Jesus spoke. Now, uh, when we read uh, John 7, 15, the Jewish authorities, John 7, 15, uh, Jewish authorities were greatly surprised and said, How this man know so much when he never been to school? Jesus answered, What I teach is not my own teaching. But it comes from God who sent me. We see that he is always abiding in his father. He always says that his father, his father. And then on the 17th verse, whoever is willing to do what God wants will know whether what I teach comes from God or whether I speak from my own authority. Jesus never spoke from his own authority. He always, he was abiding Abiding in the father and he was speaking. Uh, uh, then on the 18th verse, for those who speak on their own authority are trying to gain glory for themselves. So this is, this is, how, this is how God, uh, this is how Jesus was at any point of time. When we, uh, when, when we see a, as an example, when Jesus went to uh, Lazarus house, Lazarus was dead. And he was notified. But Jesus did not go. Why? Because it was not the time for him. He always waited for the time of God. So he waited. And then when almost the festival was over, he left. He, uh, he, he left. Then when he was going, Thomas was telling, why do you go to Judea? Because Judea is the place where they, they, were, they, they wanted to stone you. Now, why do you want to go there? But Jesus did not hear that. Jesus was going according to the will of his father. He went there. And uh, when they were crying, they did not have the faith. Even if we are there, we won't have the faith at at all. I I just put myself in Martha's place. And I was just thinking that Martha was was not a, a person who was having faith. When I put myself, I I immediately, I I changed that plate. Because I didn't want to think on that. Because if it was me, I would have done much more. uh, Much more, you know, my thinking would have been, uh, would would have gone in a different, different way. So, uh, he, uh, so, Jesus said that the sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God. Again. Uh, again, when we uh, see that, say, uh, when we uh, read that, he stayed for two days in the same place where he was. When he went there, it was four days. So four days he was in the, he, he, when he went there, the dead body was four days old. Now that is why Martha, Martha says, it is, it is singing. Children, don't okay now so uh martha uh so martha when he when martha went there uh sorry yeah uh, so um, jesus went there it was four days old but that was the right time for that is the time of god you know there is a there is a there is a song, there is a there is a song. I just uh, noted that uh, verse. That uh, you know the song says like that. If you have any battle, any battle of fear, and you have cried out to Lord, I need you now, but He has not answered. Don't be dis discouraged because He is still the same. I am talking to someone here. Uh, he, he will soon be here. He will roll back the stone and he will call out your name. Call out your name because the, uh, it, it, whether it is four days old or two days old is not, not a period for Jesus. The period, the, the time of the Lord, if you wait upon the time of the Lord, he will he will he will show up and he will show he will give you the best and he will show that he is god in his throne say amen amen, amen. amen. yes so uh so uh, so jesus 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 says that i do always those things that please him john eight twenty twenty nine uh in John eight twenty nine, I do always those things that please him. Now uh the second uh the first first thing is who he was doing his will uh makes his sacrifice precious. He is always doing his will, God's God God's will, which makes his sacrifice precious. The second thing is he know. He knew no sin that makes his sacrifice precious. You know this is a contradiction in uh, Second Corinthians 5:21. For he has made him to be sin for us, who know, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. It's a very beautiful verse that uh, it says that. He has made him to be the sin for us, who knew no sin. Here, uh, here we uh, we read that we read that uh, he was. Uh, Peter says that he which called you is holy; so be you holy in all manner of conversation. This is Peter talking about Jesus. You need to be holy in all conversation. Why? Because, why? Because He is holy. So here we read that He made Him to be sin for us. Who knew no sin? Uh, Here what what we understand is that He was made sin. How He was made sin? How Jesus was made sin? How was Jesus made sin? Uh, because uh, when we when we look into that, uh, the Pharisees and scribes during that time, the law, they thought Messiah was something just coming in, and they he starts talking, but it was it was not like that that they saw Jesus. They saw Jesus sitting with the sinners and uh, tax collectors. And uh, he is talking, communicating with him. That is totally opposite of how he should be. So again, then after that, he, uh, because of time I am going fast. Uh, making himself equal to God. Again, he made Jesus, yeah, they were. Uh, Jesus said, that about Ab- Abraham when he said, "I was there before before Abraham was born." It, that is in John eight uh, chapter eight fifty six to fifty nine, and then uh, then again another thing is that Jesus goes and heals uh, uh, heals the sick and he says that your sins are forgiven. Who can forgive? Uh, forgive the sin. Forgiving the sin only God can do. That means He is making Himself equal to God. So, uh, so we see here that as per law, Jesus was condemned to death because first He was a friend of sinners. Second, He was He was making Himself equal to God. Then He then another thing is He breaks the Sabbath. He breaks the Sabbath. He uh, heals the sick on a Sabbath day. Jesus asked, if your child is gone, and, and on the eighth day, if it is the Sabbath, you will not go and, uh, uh, and uh, circum, circum, circumcise him? Because as per law of Moses, eighth day he has to be circum, circumcised. So eighth day, if he has to be circumcised, and it falls on a Sabbath day, Won't you go and circumcise him? They did not have an answer. So all these reasons were there. That is what when we read in John 19.6, that when the chief priests and temple guards saw him, they shouted, crucify him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, you take him then and crucify him. I find no reason to condemn him. Seventh verse, the crowd answered back, we have a law that says he ought to die because he claimed to be the son of god see here he made himself equal to god and he was made a sin as for law as for law so he was made when we read second 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 corinthians second uh, corinthians uh, chapter chapter 2 uh, 21 that he for he has made him to be Sin for us who knew no sin. That is the important thing. Who knew no sin? So, uh, so that that is uh, that is that is what it happened. Uh, it happened. Now, the third thing is that he died for a worthless person like me. He died for a worthless person like me. That that makes his sacrifice precious. That makes his sacrifice precious. So, uh, Romans 5.10 says, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by his death. When we were enemies, we were all enemies of God. We were all not to be sitting down here and hearing this word. We were all enemies of God. How then we are able to sit and hear this holy word How I am able to take this holy word in my mouth. I am worthless. I am worthless. So, uh, when we uh, read Luke 10, uh, 30, Jesus uh, uh, Jesus said to a certain man who went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed him leaving half dead. Here, we see that this person was traveling from where to where? From Jeris, Jerusalem, which is a holy city, to the Jericho. Jericho is the cursed curse city. So he was traveling from Jerusalem to Jeri, Jeri, Jericho and, uh, uh, and he was on your way. Your destiny is what? Your destiny is, uh, is sin. Your aim is sin because you are going from a blessed place to a First place you have so many examples in the bible that you, you 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 can see that whoever left jerusalem and went to the other place like moab uh, ruth uh, naomi and you, you see everywhere when they come back to jerusalem there is there is uh, there is salvation so here what happens is this person is going and the enemies no doubt enemies yeah, there, 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 there will be thieves who took his raiment. You know what happens? Devil, when when he attacks, when you are under his clutches, he will make you naked. You don't have any value, and then the devil tells you that you are no worth. There is no need for you to live. Go further. You are an idiot. You. No one wants you. All these things comes out of the devil. So when you when you are stripped. And and then uh, and then wounded. You are wounded because of your own ways. You are wounded. Now when the, when uh, the, uh, these things are happening, you see the Samaritan coming. Now the Samaritan, Samaritan by his name, he is from Samaria. Now this road is the highway from Samaria to Jerusalem. So he comes on his way, so he is on his way to Jerusalem. See his uh, spiritual uh, uh, position. He is going to Jerusalem. So on his way, he sees, he sees this person naked, wounded. Naked and wounded. Now, uh, stripped on the wayside. Now, now, uh, uh, in, 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 in the 34th, 34th verse, says, "He went to him, bound his wounds, pouring oil and wine, and set him on his beast, and brought him to the inn, and took care of him." So here we read that he was taken care by him. Now, you, are you? It is, a, it is, a, it is a, it's a question to all of all of us. Are you a person who is heading for Jericho? Are you a person heading for Jerusalem? It is, it is, it is very, it is very much, it's very much that, you know, uh, when, when, when we read about the wounds, uh, 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 wounds, uh, Isaiah I 1st chapter 6 verse says, From the sole of the foot, even to the head, there is no soundness in it, but bruises and sores and raw wounds, they are not pressed out or bound up or softened with oil. See, here we see that the wounds there are there are wounds which are left by the devil now if there are wounds today also brother was exalting that if you have any problem there might be pain because the wound is old or the, the there might be press there might be pressing you, you, you need more pressing in that so it is always better not to keep within yourself and finally the devil will make you naked and worthless it is up to you to decide whether you need to be on the way to Jerusalem or you need, you need to select Jericho. It is on the wayside you are. It is up to you. The good Samaritan is going to Jerusalem. Why not we all join? Why not we all, we all, we all join with him? We heard that the Bible from the beginning, the Lord had a clear plan of Jesus and how Jesus, and how Jesus became flesh. The implication of flesh is much more, which we read. That is more, more about it. But it is up to you to decide. You need to take a decision. You know, wounds are opened. It is, it is, it is open for infection. But if it is poured with oil and wine, there might be pain. It is up to you. Let's all uh, sing the song. Just be on your feet, please. We'll uh, wind, 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 wind it up. My hope is built on nothing less Than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ's solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking
1: back.
0: on his unchanging grace. In every high stand, and stormy gale, my
1: I anchor holds
0: in the way On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking. All other the ground is singing. Singing. Singing.
1: Even as we stand, just remind yourselves of what you have heard over the last. 45 minutes or 50 minutes. We have been reminded that Jesus Christ is the theme of the Bible, is in the center of the Bible. In fact, he is in the center of every book in the Bible. But the real question to ask is this. Is Jesus Christ the center of your life? Is Jesus Christ the center of my life? This is the question we need to answer. Look at your own self. Look at your own life. Is Jesus somebody you remember on Fridays? Is Jesus in the periphery of your life? Is Jesus somebody you think about when the going is tough? Or does your life revolve around Jesus Christ? 1 John chapter 5 verse 7 says this For there are three that bear witness in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. And if I continue reading from verse 11, it says this, And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. Sorry. This is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. And this life ...is in His Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God... ...that you may know that you have eternal life... ...that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God... Who is Jesus Christ to you today? Just think about it. Don't worry about your neighbor. Who is God to you today? Remember this. Your life has been made precious because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Your future has been made sure because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and the love of the triune God talk to Him. Talk to God. Talk to God right now. And thank Him for your understanding of who Jesus Christ is in your life today. If you haven't understood who Jesus Christ is, what's His role in the Bible, you need to look at it again. Because He is the center of your life and my life. Or He should be the center Of your life and my life. There is no other way. There is no other option. If he is. Thank God right now. Thank God. That you have tasted him. Thank God. That your future is secure. If you don't know who this Jesus Christ is. if you haven't made Him the center of your life, let me ask you right now, would you like to accept Him? Would you like to surrender your life to Him? Would you like to say, no, I can't do anything about the sin in my life, but God, You can. I don't want to go to hell. I want to make my tomorrow sure. I want to know that I am on my way to Jerusalem. I am on my way to heaven. If you are that kind of person, put up your hand. If you are the person who says, yes, I need this Jesus Christ. Some of us are wavered long enough. And some of us still continue to waver. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, for the word that we receive today, Lord. And Father God, we do not want to take it for granted of your place in our life, Lord, Father. If it was not for you, Lord, If it was not for love, if it was not for your sacrifice, where would we be, Lord? Father, today we are grateful. This is a grateful church, Lord. We are a grateful people, Lord. That yes, out of that miry clay you lifted us up, Lord. It is your life which has brought life to us, Lord. And Father God, we want you to be in the center of our life, Lord. Father, we want our everything, our every thought to revolve around you, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you be mighty in our life, Lord. And we just surrender ourselves into your hands. We thank you, Lord, for your servant whom you have used this day, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that you will continue to minister to us through him in days to come as you anoint him the more with your word, Lord. That he can elaborate to us, Lord, the hidden mysteries and the truth that is there in your word, Lord. Father, we pray, Lord, that you bless him and his family, Lord, and continue to make them a blessing to every one of us, Lord. Thank you, Father, for all of us gathered here. And we pray, Lord, that as we step out of this place, you will remain in the center of our lives we thank you we give glory to you in jesus name we pray amen let's share the grace may the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god the fellowship of the holy spirit be with us all now and forevermore. amen surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the lord forever and ever amen